attorney. Shut up. Do not attempt to think or depression may occur. Stay in your home. Curfew is at 7 p.m. sharp after work. Anyone caught outside the gates of their subdivision sectors after curfew will be shot. Remain calm. Do not panic. Your neighborhood watch officer will be by to collect urine samples in the morning. Listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. I am your host, Chris Switzer. It is very humbling to be on the air speaking to you today. I couldn't imagine myself doing this ten years ago. I didn't even read books until I was an adult. Um, I've, I've totally had to change my life, top to bottom, as an adult, to get to where I am today, and everything that happened in between, good, bad, or indifferent, was my path. So I have no regrets, despite being as wicked as the day is long. I say this, though, to give you confidence Hope, faith, belief, maybe assuage doubts, some of you that are struggling. Anyone, anyone of thinking sound mind can come to Messiah, to Yahushua. And have eternal life. Have a salvation. There's no original sin. It's all been done. There's nothing you could do that would surprise the Most High. You'll displease him, of course. Might make him a little angry. But you have salvation. You have redemption. There is a plan. There is a mission. And you're a part of it. This world wants you to think that you're not so special, but you are unique. You're an individual. You know, you have your freedoms to be depraved and wicked and all that. 
but who are you? You know, we're gone today, or here today, gone tomorrow, type of thing. And it's just not true. It's just not true at all. You're special. There is power within you. And it's not of you. It's not power of the flesh. Don't get me wrong. It, it's derived from source, from the creator of all. The entire universe. The Most High, our Father in Heaven, Yahuwah Elohim. That's the power. Through the Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit, and Elohim incarnate in the flesh, Elohim's son, Yahushua Hamashiach, the Messiah. That's the power. And it's within you because the temple is within. That's the temple. When you know that, Understand the great responsibility that comes with that. That's God's temple. The vessel itself is really not to be desired, although we have to maintain, you know, maintain it, provide its sustenance, the upkeep, all that. I had a discussion just recently with you know fellow believers in fellowship about this very thing so yes while we're in the world we are not of the world we're not supposed to be like the world we're not supposed to conform to the world we're supposed to be lights unto the world so that we can be fishers of men and bring his people home. This has always been a war on the saints. Who are the saints? That's God's people, Israel, the house of Israel, folks. And if you listen to me at any, for any time, any length of time, you'll understand that I'm not referring to that geographical location in the Middle East, occupying the Palestinian land, or Palestine, once called Canaan, the promised land. I'm not talking about those people. Those are imposters. Those are Edomite, Canaanite Jews, the modern Jew, who were never the Judites. Way back when we share the bloodline, the you know, the same ancestral forefathers. But their line branched off and did dastardly, wickedly things. And they are not God's people. It doesn't match what God's people are spoken about in his word. It gives you all the details you would need to flesh out who Israel is. I'm going to take a step back real quick, switch gears, and read you a devotional for today. 
And this is January 13th on the Gregorian man-made perverted calendar. But that's globally what we're going by. And I don't even like the word globally because we don't live on a globe. So worldwide, they use this standard, right? January 13th, the Enochian calendar, or the Hebraic peoples, would follow the calendar showing that today would be the third of Shabbat. It's the 11th month, the 6,006th year thereabouts. I digress. Try to view each day as an adventure, carefully planned out by your guide, capital G, Elohim. Instead of staring into the day that is ahead of you, attempting to program it according to your will, be attentive to me and to all I have prepared for you. Thank me for this day of life, recognizing that it is a precious, unrepeatable gift. Trust that I am with you each moment, whether you sense my presence or not. A thankful, trusting attitude helps you to see events in your life from my perspective. A life lived close to me will never be dull or predictable. Expect each day to contain surprises. Resist your tendency to search for the easiest route throughout the day. Be willing to follow wherever I lead. No matter how steep or treacherous the path before you, the safest place to be is by my side. That's so true. So very true. Who's in the driver's seat? Who's piloting your vessel? And of course... The obvious physical, literal answer would be, well, it's me. It's me, Chris. Sure. I can't argue that, but you're serving one or two masters at all times. At all times. You're either serving the Most High, the Creator of the Universe, Yahuwah, Elohim, through His Son, a propitiatory shelter, or worthy substitute sacrifice for our sin, Yahushua HaMashiach, or you're serving HaSatan, the devil, the adversary, and his legion fallen angels on the earth today in various forms. Which master do you serve? You cannot serve both. You cannot partake in the cup of the devil and the cup of the master. This world wants us to be defiled. That's why everything they do is geared to defile the creator and his creation. And they do everything backwards and inverted. They worship the creation instead of the creator and they try to mimic and one-up God like Lucifer who fell from his first estate and then after styled Satan Asatan before I jump into some scripture here pertaining to the topics I'm discussing Please, folks, if you can, donate to RBN. 
please keep people like me live on the air so you can hear a daily dose of truth. To donate, you can call 1-800-724-2719, extension 3, or you can send a check or money order payable to RBN. Just send it to 2251 Double Creek Drive, number 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664, or you can just visit RBN's website, republicbroadcasting.org, and hit that donate button, folks. If you're able... You know, and you have it, you're, you're, you're taken care of, you know, Yahuwah has blessed you, bless RBN, and you will be blessed tenfold for your efforts. And if you wish to contact me, you can send me a message, an email to thefreedomministry at protonmail.com, and you can check out my content online, my video content at www.bitchute.com forward slash the Freedom Ministry. The Freedom Ministry. If you have your Bible ready, you can turn to Psalms 118, and we're going to look at verse 22 to 20. Just, we'll finish it out. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Who are we referring to there? Which is also from Acts 4.11, I believe. That's Yahushua HaMashiach. He is the chief cornerstone. This was from Yahuwah. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day Yahuwah has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I pray, O Yahuwah, please save us now. I pray, O Yahuwah, please send prosperity. Blessed is he who is coming in the name of Yahuwah. We shall bless you from the house of Yahuwah. Yahuwah is God, and he gave us light. Bind the festival with cords to the horns of the slaughter place, the altar. You are my El, and I praise you. You are my Elohim, I exalt you. Give thanks to Yahuwah, for he is good, for his loving commitment is everlasting. And there's also a cross-reference to Matthew 21.19 and John 12.13 and Deuteronomy 18, 18 through 20. Also want to look at Isaiah. We're going to chapter 41. And we're going to start at verse 10. So we're at Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. See? The master, Yahuwah, comes with strength, and his arm rules for him. See, his reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He feeds his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs with his arm, and carries them in his bosom, 
gently leading those who are with young. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and measured the heavens with a span and contained the dust of the earth in a measure and weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance? Who has meted out the spirit of Yahuwah or as his counselor taught him? With whom did he take counsel and who instructed him and taught him in the path of right ruling? Who taught him knowledge and showed him the way of understanding? See, nations are as a drop in a bucket and are reckoned as dust on the balance. See, he lifts up isles as fine dust. And Lebanon is not enough to burn nor its beast enough for an ascending offering. All nations before him are as a non-entity. And they are reckoned by him as less than a speck and emptiness. And to whom would you liken El? God. And what likeness would you compare to him? The workman molds a graven image, and the goldsmith overspreads it with gold, and the silversmith casts silver chains. Think of the Catholic Church and all their graven images, folks, and their worship of Mary. Verse 20. He who is too poor for such an offering chooses a tree that does not rot. He seeks for himself a skilled craftsman to prepare a carved image that does not totter. Did you not know... Have you not heard? Has it not been declared to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain, and spreads them out like a tent to dwell in, who brings princes to naught, shall make the rulers of the earth as emptiness." Before I continue there, I just want to point out that that harkens to a fixed, stationary, flat earth design. And it's all throughout scripture. Verse 24. Hardly have they been planted. Hardly have they been sown. Hardly has their stock taken root in the earth. When he shall blow on them and they wither, and a whirlwind take them away like stubble. And to whom then do you liken me? Or am I compared? Says the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high and see. Who has created these? He is bringing out their host by number. He calls them all by name. By the greatness of ability and of power, a man is not lacking. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Yisrael? My way is hidden from you, and my rights are overlooked by my Elohim. Don't go anywhere, please. is now under martial law. All constitutional rights have been suspended. Stay in your home. Do not attempt to contact loved ones, insurance agents, or attorneys. Shut up. Charles de Gaulle once said, actually, it's difficult to envision in this regard any other criterion, any other standard than gold. Yes, gold, which does not change in nature, which can be made into either bars, ingots, or coins, which has no nationality, and which is considered in all places and all times the immutable and fiduciary value par excellence. 
So when the question is, why gold? It's simple, my friends. The answer to that question is simply, why not? Like it or not, precious metals will always be the world's reserve currency, even though nations do not define their currency by their worth in, say, gold. Individuals still buy gold and silver to protect themselves from inflation. The more money a nation's central bank pours into the economy, the less value its currency, the dollar it is, which means the price of everything else rises. $21 up for a bag of dog food. Seeing that the dollar is cheap, that's why the cost of everything goes up. It's because the buying power, the value of the dollar is tanked. It's worth nothing. And the gold that your family would have owned in 1907 will buy at least the same amount of goods, if not far more. William McPhee once stated, it's extraordinary how many emotional storms one may weather in safety if one is ballasted with ever so little gold. The truth about money, gold versus cash in a crisis, gold a valuable thing to store, the power of gold in times of crisis, historical sketch of paper currency. Oh, and beware the ides of rare coin dealers and Alan Greenspan's speech on gold and economic freedom. How interesting. I'm going to give you gold and silver in five easy lessons. Seeking out the most efficient and most secure route to owning gold and converting it into widely accepted currency is the next best thing to enjoying gold-backed currency, my friends. In a world of central bankers hell-bent on devaluing our savings, you need to own private gold standard. Contact me, Jeffrey Bennett at Kettle Moraine Limited, by calling our phone number at 602-799-8214. That's 602-799-8214. Tehebo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. I am your host, Chris Switzer. And I do see the uh, call in the queue. Bear with me just a moment, and I will take your call, Pete. Thank you for holding. Uh, Bear with me just a moment. I'm just going to finish out the chapter. Uh, We're on chapter 41 of Isaiah. Finishing it off here um, with the last few verses. We're at verse... 28. Did you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting Elohim, Yahuwah, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. 
Even youth shall faint and be weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who wait on Yahuwah renew their strength. They raise up the wing like eagles. They run and are not weary. They walk and do not faint. Folks, our power is derived from a supernatural source. The source, the creator of all. The Most High, Yahuwah, Elohim. We are not to rest in our flesh or take pride in our flesh or look for our strength from ourselves, from our flesh. No, it's through him who is on high. Him who is above. We will take the call. Pete in Montana. Thank you for holding, Pete. Hey, Chris. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you today? I'm good. Hey, I was calling because <laughs> I, I have uh, some observations, I guess, and I just wanted to see what, what your thoughts are on it. Um, I'm seeing in the past six months or so this trend with major alt-media people um, Interviewing each other, the likes of David Icke, and I know you got to take that with a grain of salt, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> but other people like Sarah Westall, who interviews people about um, Yahweh, and mm-hmm. it's very, uh, very disconcerting this trend because. Um, uh, the, one of the people she interviewed says he was a translator at the Vatican, and that uh, Yahweh um, was just one of many Elohim. Um, hmm. And so, this is you, you mentioned Elohim quite a few times today in, in the past few weeks, and I know that's just supposed to be another name for God, right? Um, but what their argument is, is that Elohim is a plural, and it refers to the whole group of beings, and Yahweh is just one of them. I understand. Um, yeah. Right. Um, and I'm, the, the reason I'm calling you is, number one, I, I, <laughs> I'm always blown away by your ability to um, take in a lot of information and synthesize your own thoughts about that information. Um, mm. So I, I wanted to see what your thoughts were about it. Sure. One last thing I'll throw in there is um, I recently found out about Dr. Michael Heiser. I don't know uh-huh. if you've ever heard of him. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of him? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he did an, yes. he, he did an interesting um, interview and they called the interview Territorial Spirits, which I found fascinating. And that was about fallen angels. Uh, well, they weren't fallen at first, but Yahweh gave these angels different territories to look over at one point. And there's speculation that maybe they became fallen, or it went to their head <laughs> after a while. Um so that's kind of a side note, but my, my main question to you is, 
what conclusions have you drawn about the word Elohim being plural? Okay. And lots of different people all getting on this bandwagon. You, you know where they're leading, right? Absolutely. They're leading to Yahweh being <laughs> being a meanie, you know, the, Little G the same old same old stuff, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. No, it's a great question, and I'm glad that you're bringing it to my attention because um, I, I'd hopefully want to help uh, edify, you know, God's people. And um, we want to study his word and flesh out that truth because there is only one truth. That's the word. Yeah, I, right. And I want to have those apologetics uh-huh. if for no one else, just for myself, because I think this is going to become bigger and bigger what these people are doing yes well i appreciate the call and um you know if you want to hang on the line you're welcome to or i you can you know take my answer off the off the line uh, but we do have a break folks and um it's up to you you want to hold over pete or no uh, no i'll just take it off here all right well god bless you okay. thank you don't be a stranger and we'll return right after the break and i will get my thoughts don't go anywhere folks be happy Obey all orders without question. The comfort you've demanded is now mandatory. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read one. This product has been a godsend for my father, who suffered from a heart attack about two years ago. He was prescribed medications for his condition, which was so serious, he almost died but he hasn't been able to afford most of the medications. After researching alternatives that were more affordable, he tried Extendivite. Since taking it, he has consistently lower blood pressure and experiences less angina. We are currently on our fifth bottle. I enthusiastically recommend this product, and I am grateful that it is available. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. 
Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. I'm still your host, Chris Switzer. And right before the break, um, we had a caller, Pete, uh, from Montana, call in with some thoughts, um, seeing trends and people discussing what they believe or they interpret Scripture to say um, because of the perceived plurality of the word. So I will jump right into it. And before I do... Let me first give the phone number to call in, as Pete did, if you have any questions or concerns. As always, folks, I just ask you be respectful and intelligent, and you can call in, please. Dial 512-248-8252, 512-248-8252, and ask your question or give your comment. We'd love to hear from you. This is your show as much as it is mine. That's what we're here for. That's what I'm here for. Just to let you know that you're not the only one out there. If you're somebody who thirsts for his word, seeks his face, guards his word, and obeys. Pete brought up the word Elohim. Um, people having other, quote, alt-right researchers or journalists, I suppose, Bible teachers uh, discussing Yahuwah or Yahweh, if you pronounce it that way, and saying that he essentially is not the divine creator of the universe, or that if he is, he's one of many, right? And he's a little G God, which is blasphemy. It is totally perverse, in my opinion, and what I read from God's word, and what the Holy Spirit has put on my heart. Let's take a look at the word, first of all, right from Genesis 1. And that is the word Elohim, which is the Hebrew 430 in the Strong's Concordance. Let me read it first from the King James Bible. Okay? 
chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. We'll stop right there. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In my Bible that I prefer to use, which is for those interested, the scriptures. It's called the scriptures, and it has the Hebrew names. It orders the books in a different order than um, Jerome did with the uh, Latin Vulgate, which you see in all most commonly held Bibles today, including the King James. They're out of order. Okay, and it's not the biggest deal in the world, but um, it is a truth. So I'm reading from now the scriptures, which is put out by the Institute for Scripture Research. They're out of South Africa, and they do their very best to get the, the words as closely to the Hebrew and the Greek manuscripts as possible in the original language. This is Genesis 1-1 from this translation. Not much different, but you'll notice one crucial thing. In the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. For that is the Hebrew word used in Genesis or Bereshith, the beginning. Chapter 1, verse 1. Let's look at the word. Elohim. In your Strong's, it's H430 or Hebrew 430, which is God or little g God sometimes, depending on the context and where it's used in Scripture. And I always, always hearken back to 2 Timothy 2.15, study to show thyself approved unto Elohim. Okay, we must study, but he'll give you what you need. There are no matters which he'll keep concealed from you, and he'll give it to you when you're ready. Just ask. Look at Jeremiah 33.3. I digress. We're looking at Elohim. And if you have your Strong's, it is H430. Okay? And it is a noun. It's masculine. Transliteration, Elohim. It's the phonetic, Elohim. What does it mean? Well, they say it's the plural of Aloha, Aloha. And they do say plural, of course. But what do I believe? Well, he created everything, the beginning and the end, everything. He knew it all from the start. Everything's predestined, pre-elected, okay? The whole Godhead, the triune Godhead, which is the Most High, Yahuwah, Yahushua HaMashiach, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKadosh. Combined is the Triune Godhead, Elohim. Okay? Or the Morning Star Administration. The whole thing. So yes, we're all a part of it, folks. We have him within. His DNA, his very DNA, his mark is written, encoded into our blood. And where's the life? The blood. Everything makes sense in his word, his scripture. But 
Elohim, no, I do not meet, believe that Yahuwah or Yahweh is one of many little gods who were just, you know, working around some cauldron and decided to put together some, you know, basic um, elements, if you will, or ingredients that a spark, you know, or fire or big bang, um, you know, eventually turned into us coming from primordial ooze. And no, I don't believe that. And I also don't believe that extraterrestrial aliens or whatever you else want to believe created us. And that's who genetically um, started our race. I don't believe that. No, I believe in the inherent word of God. And I refer to it as best I can to the Hebrew, as I believe it originally was. But I'm learning. I'm seeking. I'm studying to show myself approved unto him. I hope you are too. And I'm so grateful to be able to share this with you and learn with you. Because I have found in my experience that to teach is to learn. To teach is to learn. And that's why teachers out there who think they know it all, absolutely everything, they have nothing left to learn, are probably the worst teachers in the world. They're no longer seeking. They feel that they are God, essentially. Nothing can be added. Their cup is full and, and overflowing, so nothing can go into it. To give you a visual so I appreciate it, Pete. And I disagree. I've looked at it. I've studied it with my wife. Um, we started looking that, at that a few years ago, actually. I believe it was right before we married or right after we married. Um, but right around that time, and we actually got ourselves the concordant literal version of the Bible, which I used as a daily Bible before I got this one that I just spoke to you about. So I would recommend anybody who wants to look into this stuff deeper, um, you know, to seek it if you're called upon. But you can go to concordant, um, the concordant literal version of the Bible, I believe, is concordant.org. Pull it up here concordant.org, yes. So you can go to concordant.org and you can. You know, purchase their Bible. I don't make any money from this. I'm not, look, you know, trying to push anything. And uh, ISR, which is the Bible I prefer now, is my daily Bible. Um, you can go to isr-messianic.org. ISR, which is Institute for Scripture Research. isr-messianic.org. And you can download and, you know... From both of these websites, you can download stuff for free. You don't have to buy anything, you know, and take a look at this stuff. I'm not trying to push anything, folks. I'm trying to stack my treasures in heaven, not here on earth. As you should, too. I actually want to talk about something that blew me away. And it gives me a lot of hope for the generations to come if we're even around that long here on this earth. And that's an article I read in a newspaper. 
I'm not going to share with you which newspaper, but it is just so refreshing to see that, A, it got by the editor and was allowed into the final press, but B, that there's men out there who think like this, who believe. And they had the spirit of the Most High Clearly, my opinion. Let me read you this article, folks. And I'm not going to give the columnist named either. And the title of the article is, Only the Truth Can Set You Free. This is in a printed print newspaper, folks. There is a new problem that has been revealed in the last few weeks. It has to do with education on all levels. The problem seems to be that, in secret, a new class of study has been incorporated into the education system. It is not a course of study that you can choose, but rather is skillfully weaved into all levels of learning. It is called ideology. And he gives the definition of ideology. One, an orientation that characterizes the thinking of a group or nation. And two, imaginary or visionary theorization theorization so they're dealing with theories nothing proven transvestites in schools are teaching ideology and not school related studies the kids and I wouldn't use the word kids I'd say children or little ones did not select this course of school activity it is being forced upon them Not to prepare them to eventually make their way into society, but rather to indoctrinate them into a perverse ideology. They are not trying to teach, but to change the way they think. See? These teachers, right? They're not there to learn and help their students grow. They're there to indoctrinate. Their cup is full. It's brimming over with perverse ideology. And that's what they're going to give the young ones. And woe to them. Woe to them who do that. Matthew 18.6. It is better for them to tie a millstone from an ass and put it around their neck and jump off a cliff into the ocean and drown. Than to push the little ones away from me. Says the Most High. I digress. Corruption at the highest level of morality. It has infiltrated every form of education in America. From institutions of the highest level of learning, right down to the entire system of education. Professors incorporate their ideology into their class lectures, and then the students must comply with the teacher's remarks because they are included in the test that they have to take. If they don't answer the way the teacher decides is correct, they don't pass or graduate. By the time they graduate, they are so full of ideology that the facts seem clouded and confused. And who's the author of chaos and confusion, folks? It's not Elohim. It's not Yahuwah, the Most High. Hasatan and his fallen ones. And his synagogue of Satan doing his bidding are the authors of chaos and confusion.
they pervert, they destroy, they manipulate. Back to the article. We are seeing the results on our campuses today. Even the church is warned about there being false prophets, false teachers that will come and pervert the truth. When men think they are smarter than God, they begin to insert their own ideology. Secular humanism, anyone? Satanism, anyone? And this is hypocrisy at the highest level. To stand behind the pulpit and declare that compromise is acceptable is downright hearsay. It's hearsay. And you've heard me say that many, many times in much stronger words. But this man is correct. He says sin is still sin. Amen. The date on the calendar does not mean the gospel has moved into a new era of condoning sin. God is still holy, set apart, and sin is still sin and unacceptable in the sight of God. Elohim. And again, I showed you the word in scripture is actually from the Hebrew H430, which is Elohim, the triune Godhead. The word of God does not change to fit the corruptible, lustful desires of mankind. No, folks. We, the house of Yisrael, his holy ones, must be set apart. We must be separate. In the last days, false prophets and teachers will come for the purpose of causing confusion. God is not the author of confusion. His message is simple and clear. Repent and be saved. Amen. Reject so great a salvation and judgment will come. When Yahushua was here, he says Jesus, it was his voice that made the difference. But Yahushua said that he must go away so that the Holy Spirit could be given. Why? Simply to avoid confusion. The more voices you hear, the more confusing the message. Ever had more than one person try to give you direction? All sports broadcast will return right after the break and finish this part. Stay tuned. May gather anywhere without permission. Use only the drugs prescribed by your boss or supervisor. Shut up. Be happy. Obey all orders without question. The comfort you've demanded is now mandated. Otsman says the essence of Jewish power is the ability to prevent the discussion of Jewish power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up with the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race and the fact that race drives history and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQ, RS. This woman, she's like, oh yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, what? A koala? What? Maybe if it was quickie koala, that might be cool, but otherwise, I don't know. How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? 
Biden invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. It's the Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's, let's, let's just call it like it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free raised which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures and you will really love the delicious nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork raised the way nature intended. listening to the Freedom Ministry on RBN. And before I jump back into the article, I do have time to take a call here that just popped in. We have Mike in Kentucky on line one. Hey, Mike. Yeah, I've, I've been uh, listening to you uh, off and on, uh, and I, I realize your show's almost over. I wanted to uh, ask if you'd ever looked at this, because in the last couple of weeks I ran across two different videos one showed a Bible from like 1882, and it still had a whole bunch of extra books in it. And there was Protestant Bibles. Uh, churches still had these books. Mm-hmm. And then there was there was one from 1778 that also had published the he the you know the true lunar calendar that had all the months in there and how to tell what month you were in based on the moon and yep. the uh, Gregorian calendar or whatever it was. People don't realize what George Washington had two birthdays because he was born when they switched the cha- the calendar after he was born. So I don't know when George Birthington's wash day is, but uh, 
Anyway, uh, so I was just wondering if you had looked at any of those and found any of them that were curious enough to bother reading. I know I have heard that some of them have some stuff in there about angels that people reject, which I can, if it talks about worshiping angels, I'm going to immediately reject that. You know the story where the angel came to one of the disciples and said, uh, see thou do it not when he started to bow in front of him. I'm a, I'm a fellow servant. Yeah, John but, did uh, that in Revelation. Yep. So we, we know from that that it's it's even though you might witness a, a awesome messenger come down glowing or whatever, uh, you know, if you ain't gonna bow to that, you ain't gonna bow and pit, kiss the Pope's ring or some king's ring either. Yeah. Americans don't Americans don't bow. That you know Obama ticked a bunch of people off, but I I didn't know if you'd actually mm-hmm. looked into those books and see if there's any of value or congruency or. Oh, yes. Yes. No, uh, thank you for bringing it up. I uh, Lately, I've been on a, a quest, I mean, uh, for truth. And yes, I'm looking at a lot of um, extra biblical as well as um, Bible translations and older Bibles, um, Geneva Bible, um, a, lot, have you read, a lot of them. Have you read the, the glyphs or the side notes in Revelation for the, the Geneva Bible, which was considered America's Bible? kept on display in the archives. I actually saw one on display when I was in Washington, D.C. in the early 90s. And uh, that was the one the pilgrims uh, and a bunch of the refugees that came to America to escape the persecution of Europe, they had the Geneva Bible. The pilgrims did. And so, or, uh, yeah, that's it. but it talks about the, the three languages, I guess, of Latin, Greek, and... Uh, Hebrew, perhaps, for some reason, on the Pope's uh, garments that he wears. The number six is in all three languages on that, hanging on his shoulders. And you're like, what? 666? Okay. Yeah, Nero, it's it's a carrying forward from, from Nero, which, you know, translated in Greek and Hebrew can work out to 666 or 616. Have you ever have you found any Bibles? That's one of the things that threw me for a loop and actually started me on my more serious quest into the Scriptures. I, I ran across a Revised Standard Version that had that footnote in there where Greek is six one six. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that as well. I haven't done as deep a dive. Um, I'm going to hold you over. I actually have another hour left, Mike. Hang on, we'll be right back. By your boss or supervisor. Shut up. Be happy. Obey all orders without question. The comfort you've demanded is now man. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back. Uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee that's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. 
visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.